1: This is so uh-huh. not the theme song. It is. No, it is.
2: Don't even but say seasons, the- seasons one and two.
1: All right. Hey, guys. Don't lie to me. Thing is for doing, and we're here doing a Shark Tank after show. We're very excited for this show. It is season five, episode one. I'm Steph Z, and I'm joined
0: with...
2: Phil Tech executive producer, entrepreneur. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, I'm Christina Zias, host, entrepreneur, and really
1: excited about this show. All right, I guess I have to throw the I'm a serial entrepreneur in there.
2: I know, but, but you uh, didn't know seasons one and two because you I, forgot the theme song. I, of I Shark knew the Tank. seasons.
1: I wanted to hear when they're walking through the doors. That's that's I what know, I wanted to I hear. The don't like that's what I. You'll wanted hear that to hear. later when I give my pitch. All right. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm waiting for it. Um, so, very exciting. We started out. You know, I feel like all three of us are a little
0: disappointed that they don't start with who
1: are the Sharks this season. I am very disappointed.
0: That I mean, just the entrance of all of them having, it was like a spotlight on why are the why they're all so powerful and wonderful, and especially Mark's entrance, too. He was so baller in it. So, so. Yeah. It. I miss d- it. I wonder if they'll bring it back a little bit. Um, I because think they
1: will. For-
2: it, Go ahead. I think they will, only because they were recapping, I mean, all the wonderful stuff that Shark Tank has done.
1: Right, but in that still, if you're a new viewer this season, you're kind of like, I mean, we all know these people with common knowledge, but a lot of people are going to be like, why, why are they the Sharks?
2: Perfect call out. If you are a new fan listening um, to this and also Shark Tank, let us know if that was confusing as to who the Sharks were.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not going to be confusing anymore because we're about to tell you who the Sharks are. (laughs) So pretty much, you know, the whole way that it used to say is they're all self-made million billionaires. Um, They've created businesses. They've sold businesses. Um, We first start, we've got Kevin O'Leary, who is a venture capitalist who turned a $10,000 loan into a software business worth $4.2 billion.
0: I feel like I'm watching the show right now because you're that, recapping exactly how it's said. You know, I, I hear I my yeah.
2: <laughs> And Here's what I – you know, uh, Kevin, through the history as I've gotten to know him, every, everything that he did, he made through licensing deals. So he's a licensing specialist.
1: Yeah, He's very calculated. You don't see him throw money around a lot on, like, the, the risky investments. Yeah, I feel like there's – He's very calculated. Um, Are we ready to move on? Did you want to say something? You can can move on. Okay. Then we've got Lori Grenier, who's the queen of QVC, holds over 100 patents, and launched over 300 products, grossing over half a billion dollars in retail sales, which, you know, is pretty impressive.
2: I like Lori. You know, she can be hit or miss with me on certain deals, but overall, I, I like her as a person.
0: I really like Lori a lot, too, but I feel like... She could also sell on QVC because I feel like that woman can smile through anything. Like, she could probably sell you the worst product, too. She can sell, right. you know what I mean, ice to an Eskimo for sure. Totally, She's totally again. which is good for her. Right, definitely. But, you know, she she tends to like go
1: get behind some stuff that I might not get behind too. So maybe it is that she's just like I can smile and this will sell. Right. That's- so there's a little different logic with her. <laughs> then we've got Damon John, who we don't see this first episode, which is another change that we have two females on the panel. This I like that. I, I like kind of liked too. it too. I did. I mean, I we see you know not to cut ahead, but we do see scenes from next week, and it's back to one. So I don't know how they figure out their rotation. But at first I was like, is Damon gone? Because I really love Damon too.
2: No, he'll be back. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's interesting about that because, you know, in the past there have been female products and then it's like, okay, Lori, what do you think? Or if it's not Lori, right. Barbara, I'm selling to you. So now at least right. you can right. kind of pin the two against each other. Yeah, you know, not that we got a female product.
1: Right. But in the and I think that makes sense because the majority women spend more money than men. I mean I just think that's a fact. When it comes to buying stuff,
2: and you know what's interesting, Barbara has said in the past that you know what um, these men all they want in the end is control. That's why I have all the, pretty much all the deals are like, I want fifty-one percent. Whereas like with females, they'll go in for, for a partnership. At least that's what Barbara said. Like, I'm not going to say whether or not right. that's true.
1: So, real quick, back to Damon. He's a fashion mogul. He has the fashion line Fubu. He started that, you know, pretty much with nothing into a globally recognized brand. That's what they say. They never really give numbers on him, which no. is <laughs> interesting to me, but that's just. But historically,
2: it, it seems like his greatest offer has been okay, if you need something manufactured, I'm your exactly. guy. Right. And, you're, you know, that's what I'm going to do for you, you know, now, but now I'm. He usually takes up to 60% because he's, you know, cut all that cost.
1: Right. And it is in manufacturing. Like once you kind of know how to manufacture one thing, it kind of is the same mathematical equation, plugging and playing different things into the equation, but getting the same solution at the end. So if he is a master at doing that, he, like you said, he can pretty much manufacture anything.
0: I feel like, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I feel like he doesn't invest that often. Yeah. He, I feel like out of all the sharks, he kind of invests Robert the least.
1: Robber, uh, least, I think.
2: This is gonna be a dick thing to say. Is he, is it cause, uh, he doesn't have the most money? Because here's the thing, I think, they, no, because Kevin Kevin, I feel like Kevin and Mark are like the top dogs. They have the most money to spend. Right. Right. I would put Robert kind of underneath that and then Barbara and Lori, you know, underneath that. And, um, but if, in the
1: same sense, they all have to somewhat be in the same realm of whatever percentage they have, They're like whatever they're worth, they're only going to play with a certain percentage. So they I might invest that. less, but I don't think that they would have someone on the show that can't, like it would be unfair if he didn't have the money that Mark did and then Mark could just outbid him every time. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be some way that that. And
0: it's not like Mark invests, you know, a hundred like times more for how much money he has either. Yeah. Mark doesn't even invest that much, but they're like 50,000 to 100,000 to like $300,000 investments. Not like that. He doesn't have enough money to do that. I just don't think that he knows as much in the realm of business because his strong suit is manufacturing. So, like, that's when he kind of lights up. He's like, all right, this is what I'm good at. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just knows what he's really good at, and that's what he focuses on.
1: Yeah, because I feel like last season or the season before last, like, he was, like, talking about, like, producing towels and pillows and, like, all kinds of stuff. So he does have that manufacturing portfolio, and, like, he doesn't really tend to, like, go for, like, the food or something like that. Um, Okay, then we have Robert Hershevik. The Croatian. The Croatian. And you know what? 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 He's the only one in his little portfolio that they say something about his family. They say the son of an immigrant factory worker. Yeah. Technology mogul who sold his first internet companies for over $350 million. So I wonder if that's just important to him and where he comes from that it's like family business. And maybe that's why some of the things that he's invested in like that. What was that like buddy, the the guitar finger buddy thing? Like he's like super excited about being partnership like Dealing with people that he feels like family with.
0: I love Robert. I feel like I love he, he, is, he is, so is like such sweet. a Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he has this sweetness he does.
1: that I would think comes from, like, the family business. Like, you, we're going to work together. I have to trust you like family.
0: Well, and you see that kind of later on in one of the things that he invests in because right. that's what... It, it's all about his family. He's right. so cute. I love Robert. Yeah. he makes me happy every time. He does. <laughs> he
1: does sit there and he's like hee hee, like yeah. when he's playing with the dog or this or that like he always does. Um, then we've got Mark Cuban, which again they're just like notorious billionaire entrepreneur and outspoken owner of the Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks. And he's in front of a private jet, right? Yeah, he, like <laughs> it is, and like we kind of do miss seeing him balling out like out of the private jet and like posing with his little trophy and so. <laughs> But he is, and he's smart, and and the thing that I love about mark is I feel like he has such a good read of character right away mm-hmm. when you see people come out being a little bit cocky he is not having it but if but I feel like if you if he sees people come out and they have a really good idea and maybe they're just lacking some business skill or experience along the way and he asks a question and they don't understand he'll try and actually reword it so that they can get he can get the answer he's looking for but like we see tonight he can also be. Very ruthless. It can be. It can be. That's business, man. You got to keep it business. <laughs> and then we have Barbara Cochran, um, which she says she working as a waitress in Manhattan to building the city's real estate empire. So she does real estate stuff. So there are the sharks, in case you guys are wondering. And um, hopefully... Hopefully there, they'll put that back in.
2: I miss uh, the other guy, the um, other kind of QVC. He's not. He didn't work for QVC, but you know what I'm talking about, the guy? Yeah, he was, only
1: did like one season, right? Two. two. okay. Yeah. What uh, was his name? I don't know this I, guy. I think
2: Kevin. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it could be Kevin. Um, I'd have to look it up again. But um, yeah, he was, was kind of like a Lori type when they didn't have her. They paired uh, him and Barbara up a lot.
1: Yeah. I think it was like seasons maybe two and three then, right? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the new beginning that we do start with is, you know, the Shark Tank. What a great show. It's created $23 million in deals and an estimated 9,000 jobs. That's amazing. I mean, I don't know what other television show is making money and creating jobs like that besides to like celebrity the cast.
2: apprentice. <laughs>
1: That's true. In
2: a different way, though. That's charity so that's not really deals and jobs but
1: right um so then we get to it so we start we've got josh brooks with postcards on the run initial feelings i love this idea
0: i downloaded the app did Mm -hmm. you yeah because i think it's so cool one i love sending postcards right but i can't tell you how many times i purchase postcards and don't ever send them but, and then, like, I'm, like, spent half of my vacation, like, looking at, like, the little turnstiles of pictures of, you know, like, how many different colors can the Eiffel Tower come in? And it's not interesting anymore. So I think this is a really, really good idea. I think it's brilliant. Here's a the really downside
2: good. to me. The fact that I get an email. You want to send me a postcard? I get an email or text.
0: Ahead of time. Because of your you like
1: Yeah, that. but that's amazing technology, yeah, number I, it one. And exactly. it's proprietary partner,
2: technology. partner with, like, White Pages or something like that to get but the address. But then you have to
1: pay somebody
2: out. I, I understand. But to me, the novelty of that is that it's a surprise. I don't want to get a text right. or email saying, Steph is about to send you a postcard. By the way, she doesn't have your address, so you need to give her your address. Right,
1: but how many times do you get invited to, like, a wedding or something and someone doesn't have your address, and oh, they're yeah. like, Hey, dude, send me your address. What's your Addy?
0: Text me your Addy. Like, that's you know why what I mean? Evites
2: were invented, and that that now You're does
0: gonna, that. Right, but I feel send like... a wedding invitation over Eve. Yeah. yeah. You know what? The, <laughs> no, one thing, right. no. the one
1: thing that I didn't <laughs> understand about this... This presentation at all is at the very end he goes in and says who his investor is. That it's Selena Gomez. Go, I would have opened with that. I would have opened with that. I would have opened with her being on the road touring, sending fans some picture like you want a postcard from sleep. Like some way because like That's what a good she does point. I like that. <laughs> what she does is travel. She travels the world and sees these things and she's away from her loved ones and all like I get the kid and the thank you little video Video and and the QR code and we'll get there and that's awesome. But like when you've got someone like that behind you, you got to open with it, you right? Gotta. And that was like his last little like, and I glean for hope. And again, then you know at the end, Robert kind of latches on and they work a deal. But it's it's the been- thing:
2: I don't know how much I don't know how involved she really is. You know what I mean? It's one of those things because it, you know uh, here is the thing: you have Selena Gomez; she could be the face of the brand. You know, but she, I, don't, I don't, I
1: don't know what the deal is. is. Obviously. She's obviously not. But then, but then you got to think about what really, like if I was Selena Gomez, okay. And I wanted to invest in, in this, like, I understand if she doesn't want to be the face of a brand that could be, you know, politically influenced or it could be something like that. But like a postcard thing, like to, to say, I'm going to be the one that keeps you in touch with your loved ones and families. Cause I know what it's like from touring. Like
0: why would she not want to? It? it would just make her more money. Yeah, but she has so many things going on. I don't think she needs to add a postcard business to her already extremely full resume. I think for her, she maybe just likes this idea and sees it as a great investment herself, you know? And that's all she wants to do is like be the money behind it. So maybe
1: like Right, but to shoot one campaign doesn't take that much time. Yeah, like yeah, all but these when celebrities, like a they have like superstar.
0: right, but they've got a fragrance, they've got clothing lines, like all these big pop stars have no, everything. But clothing and fragrance is different than postcards. True. You don't think so? I feel no, like maybe I, yeah, I she so. could like be like send postcards to her fans or like plug it in somewhere. But I don't, I don't think for him, he was trying to sell Selena Gomez. I think he was trying to sell this to families, right? But. But because he put her in there at the end, if he was
1: going to drop that bomb, you should, you I would have came out. It. With, yeah. 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 Even if she's not the face. So anyway, so what he's asking for, he comes out and he's asking for $300,000 for 5% of the company.
0: Wait, was it 300000 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I was so confused at the end. I, for some reason, thought he was asking for 500000 No, he was asking for three hundred for okay, 5%. Okay.
1: So it gives it a $6 million evaluation, valuation. Right. Um, which, you know... It's clearly there's a lot of back and forth of what it is like, you know, Barbara brings up a good point that it's the the tangibility of the the actual message being typed and then the written signature like it should all feel, you know, nice and fluffy like they have lots of good points. Um, I mean, I do like the. That he doesn't have to pay out royalties. I like that there's a QR code on the postcard where you can actually do a video as well like that. I mean, I just think someone is going to—I mean, clearly he's going to do this, but, like, this was just an idea waiting to happen. Like, people—I feel like people miss actual photographs. I could be wrong.
0: No, it's but I feel awesome. Like and you know how you said, Phil, about, you know, maybe someone asking about your— address. Mm -hmm. For me, it would be like double excitement because I'd be like, oh my god, someone's going to send me something and I get to give them my address and then all of a sudden I get it and now I... Was excited twice about is, the same I, thing. Girls love packaging. Yeah, exactly. I like, send me
1: something in the mail. I'm
0: the perfect but line I think, for this.
2: Yes. I, think, I think it's a great idea, and I think Robert is the right investor because right. because of his software background and, and, right. and tech stuff. Um, and I think I don't know. I think the addresses are easily gained somehow. Whether you you know, and that's why I think uh, you know. As Mark was saying, you have to be acquired, and I would I would say Facebook acquires you.
1: Because the, then it has all the addresses
2: and stuff like that, and now you're rolling and you're part of the package of Facebook.
1: I do agree. He's in a weird spot, like like yeah. exactly how Mark said it. If he was in there trying to go with a two million dollar valuation, and then they could grow it to like six or ten and sell it, one thing. But he's already at six, which is this middle point to get their money back. They've got to sell it for like fifteen twenty to make worth anything, in it. and it's 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 going to be hard to get there. But it's still a really good idea. is? I'm a fan. I will, I will, I will. What do you guys
0: think of the price? of the postcard it's 249 I think that's a good price I, I think it's a good price it. too
1: usually you buy a postcard for like 99 cents or ninety nine, and then postage yeah Just that
2: I mean, here's the thing, too. I mean, especially in an iPhone, you just click, click, click. And so you're just hitting one button. So I'm not really thinking about the money because it's taking it from, you know, the ATM. But eventually I'm going to be like, oh, I have zero money in my account. But, (laughs) you know, when you're
0: 50 people are really happy about my pictures. Yeah.
1: There you go. And so then we get down to it and, you know, everyone kind of goes out and we're left with, you know, a bidding war between Robert and Josh. And I feel like, you know, I'm kind of really excited about Robert sticking his ground. Like he was like he he made one negotiation back, you know, because at first Josh was like, well, how about five? Can you give me a five million dollar valuation? And he was just like six percent to five percent. Like Robert really didn't see any big whoop in that. Um, and he kind of was like, I'll meet you at four. And, you know, so it winds up being that Robert will invest for $300,000 for 7.5% of the company, which is a $4 million valuation. So I think, I think he's happy at the end, but it was weird to me too, because he was saying that he needed it to be at six because of his other investors and keeping them happy. So like without calling anyone, without doing anything, he was just like, okay, I'm going to take $2 million off the valuation.
0: I wonder how much of his company he actually owns. You know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. Because I, I, obviously he has I several investors in that. there. Yeah, I don't know that they ever said exactly that. Right, which is why I'm sure the percentage it was such a big deal, because you don't want to, like, who knows, maybe he only has 10% of his company left. That's right. scary. <laughs> yeah. But,
1: yeah. But, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, too, I'd rather be making, you know, I'd rather be making 2.5% of something that's making millions of dollars than 5% of something that's not making any money.
2: Yeah. So. And congrats to looking like John Hamm. Josh looked like John Hamm to me.
0: <laughs> I love him. Neither of us know. No idea, that, but Phil did.
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> so, moving along. After we have Josh's presentation, which I think we all agree was a good, solid presentation. Mm-hmm. There was no big red flags of like this guy's terrible because we do have some that. Are terrible. Yeah. Yes. Which we'll he, see. He overall <laughs> seemed
2: to know the market and things like that. You know, he was he was informed. He was overall. prepared, yeah.
1: definitely. Yeah. And then we have, which I really love seeing the flashbacks. Like I love because it's like people come on the show and they do something, and then you're like, I wonder if that worked. And I'm sure there's a bunch that don't work, and we don't see them on flashbacks. But I think it's really fun to see the flashbacks, and we see the flashback tonight of the the wicked good cupcakes. You which,
2: gotta do a Boston, wicked good, wicked cup-
1: good cupcake. I can't do it. <laughs> Wicked Good
2: In the historic Fania
1: Hall (laughs) Wicked Good Cupcakes Yeah Which they have Two (laughs) more locations Which those ladies
0: I love them They were from last season Right?
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure they
0: were last season. I have to go back because I don't know why, but I can't remember them. And I'm so bummed because those look like wicked good cupcakes, honestly.
1: Yeah. They were, st- they had a great presentation last season. And it's like when Kevin, Mr. Wonderful, makes a deal, like I always kind of feel a little bit for people. I don't know why. Like I like him. He's a good businessman, but he's just a little bit harsh, I think. And, um, but it was crazy because they said that before Shark Tank, they had $150,000 worth of sales in nine months and after shark tank they had two hundred and thirty thousand dollars in one week yeah that's, that's insane, insane. <laughs> i mean that's like a bazillion percent increase like how does that happen check
2: the math on that one people but <laughs> but uh i will say you know I, I think i do remember i was in boston when they were just putting in um with, you know over in faneuil hall when they were just kind of building that out so it was really cool to kind of get that update and see the Kevin <laughs> selling cupcakes there.
1: You saw him? Did you get
0: him? No, any? I didn't see him. I'm saying I saw initial
2: phase, and then in the TV show to actually see him. Like, hey, I'm selling wicked good cupcakes.
0: Yeah, didn't they say something though about how great Kevin actually is? They did. Yeah. They did. About how he's like so warm and I mean they definitely didn't call him fuzzy, but like something like that. That he was like such a good, big car and that he, you know, he really, really helped them out. And I love Kevin too. So yeah, it was nice to hear that. I like him. I just think he's a little harsh sometimes. You know, like we've all,
1: we're all entrepreneurs. So when you think you've got a good idea, like in your head, it all works. Like usually that's what drives an entrepreneur and some work and some don't. So it's like if you've got enough balls to go on a show like this and like what you say just doesn't come out right and you're not prepared, but like in your own way, you think it works, and he crushes a lot of people.
0: Yeah, but I think like there's no excuse for you to go on a show like that and not be prepared. That's true. I, some people just think they are.
1: Uh, that's a sadness. It is a sadness. <laughs> yeah. um, and what also about the Wicked Good Cupcakes is that they actually paid him back, too. Right. Which um. is a really smart Thing that he had, you know, as a necessity in his investment, and then they paid him back. So it's like I don't know. I feel like that was a really good one. I really liked that one. Um, moving along, then we come to the two girls from Tacoma, Washington, with Leanne's
0: Gourmet Pickles. Lene, right? How do you, Linay? Yeah, I feel like the grandmother's like being like, make sure you pronounce it right.
1: Yeah. Here's here's I.
2: I wish they had named it, like, Grandma's... Like, something about the grandma. Mm -hmm. I do, too. To give the history.
1: Yeah. And I didn't understand why... I mean, clearly, it's probably Linnae's grandmother, and that's why she got the name. But it clearly is the two girls together. And at first, I thought they were twins. I thought they were at least sisters. At least sisters or something. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my
0: God, this is great. They're sister-in-laws, correct? Yes. Yes. And um,
1: I think it's really funny that she, like... Ali was saying how she didn't get the recipe until she was married in seven years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. So, for me,
2: um, I don't know. For me, I don't get excited about all the food stuff. You know, I, I, for me, I love Shark Tank when it's most about innovation. But I will commend these girls for their presentation and everything that they've done with the business. That's not the you know. I'm right. just that's a bias of mine is that uh I, you know I get excited about ideas that move things forward, not necessarily just food.
0: I, I love food, so I get excited about that.
2: Well, that's where you guys come in.
1: No, I can
0: I can see both sides actually
1: because I get excited about people doing something differently like what really excited me about the pickles was the scavenger hunt that they've created to create a a brilliant idea to to make something that wasn't there before is something that excites me like clearly there's pickles there before and they were so cute those two girls and like that really and barbara touches on it like those two girls are the brand you know what i mean and that's why they're going to be successful is because
0: it's of them And that's what makes their pickles different. (laughs) Yes. See, I just wouldn't pay $7 for pickles. So that was, I mean, but I'm not interested in gourmet pickles, so I guess, you know, it's not for me.
1: I honestly don't think the Target shopper is going to pay $7 for a pickle, gourmet or not. I don't think, yeah, I think Target
2: is a wrong market. Um, I do like the statistic of 22% is growing in specialty foods. Right. You know, I think a Whole Foods, I think a Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. Stuff yeah. like that.
1: And I feel like they've, you know, they come to Shark Tank. They have a business that's working. They've done $144,000 worth of sales in the past year. Like, what they're doing is working. And they, they fall into this catch-22 that so many... New businesses fall into It's like in the beginning It costs more money But once you start getting more volume And bigger numbers It's cheaper So you're in this pickle Of like We don't have enough money To produce our orders Because our margins are smaller And you know what I mean So
0: it's like They kind of just needed Like like why don't they just go get a loan Right This is what I don't understand About a lot of these businesses They could here's, Usually get a loan from the bank
2: Here's the thing right uh, Mark Mark actually explained this not in the show, but just in general, right? Right, so he explains, um, every small business, the biggest mistake that they do is they go out for a loan. Okay. Right? Now, you don't know whether or not a business is going to work. But what you're guaranteed, if you do take that loan, is you have to pay it back. And then you're screwed because that's what you have hanging over you. I think it, it was unfortunate that the girls came in on this day because I think if, if Damon was there... He would have offered them the manufacturing, which is what they really need, right? Right. He would have offered that. And you know what? If he was feeling generous, I would have gone in like, okay, you know, um uh because Barbara says, you know, you don't want to really give away your company. In a perfect world, he would have gone in for, okay, I'll give you the money. Um, But, you know, it's it's kind of a loan where you basically a dollar for a dollar, which Kevin is known for doing. And then you eventually right. pay me back and then I'm done, you know, and that's the loan. But we go a dollar right. for a dollar for basically a loan.
0: Right. Okay, this is something that I don't understand, and maybe you guys can explain it better, but if, let's say, let's just say hypothetically, Target wants to buy like 10,000 jars of pickles from them, but they don't have enough money to manufacture them. Can't Target give,
2: like, no, because they're, they're buying that thing from, you know what I mean?
1: No, but there is something that I know we had, and when I had my clothing line, uh, something called a factor. So there is something where you can actually like take a PO to a factor and they'll front you the money and then they actually will collect. The money like you, It's almost like you're selling them the PO And they're Mm going to take a percentage of it And sometimes, not always But sometimes they'll actually Like if I have a million dollar order for Target It's going to probably cost me $300 to make it So I'll bring that million dollar PO to the factor They'll give me the $300,000 to make it Now once Target turns around and pays them They'll actually take their percentage And then I might get $600,000 $600,000 more and they'll keep $100,000 for loaning me that yeah. to make sure it happened. Okay. What it's is that called? A factor.
2: It's called a factor.
1: Yeah, okay. they have that in the clothing line. I mean, in the clothing industry. And I'm pretty sure they have that everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's for it's, it, it's almost exactly for that. But then they also act as your creditor and like your collections agency and it's like, you know, when, when we had the line if a store didn't pay my brand big whoop. But if a store didn't pay the factor, then it went on their credit. So it's a really – a lot of businesses use a factor for stuff like that, like new businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, getting back to it. So Lori, in a little bit of a harsh way, (laughs) is just kind of like, I don't like sweet pickles. I'm out, which I was kind of a little bit shocked that she wasn't like, you can do this sweet pickle presentation and, you know, whatever. But Yeah,
2: you know, it's just – I don't know. I just hate the arrogance of, okay, just, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it won't sell.
1: You know what right, I mean? like, but I, I also to... understand that like you don't want to you don't want to get behind a product you don't like
2: okay I understand if if i i'm not gonna I don't wanna sell machine guns because I don't believe in war. I understand that aspect of it, but like we're talking pickles here, I don't have to love pickles to sell pickles if I know it's gonna make money.
0: I just think it was her the nicest way for her to be like I'm not interested, yeah, I'm no, not. I see what you're saying phil like i i
1: I agree with you <laughs> like you right there's not a moral a moral yeah. decision in
0: whether or not you sell pickles I get yeah. it. Uh um, well that was what one thing that kevin said too he's like i don't know if i want pickles on my, re- I mean, my resume <laughs> yeah
2: do you want money on your resume
1: yeah well he also said too that he doesn't think it's going to sell at target at seven dollars no. right which i think we all agree with i mean it, it will be there and sell maybe but i don't think target's the right tar- target market
0: <laughs> it's specifically for target's gourmet food section and so if they have a gourmet food section then But I feel like that's gotta be a new thing. I mean I'm not the
1: best grocery shopper, so don't what I visit Target a lot. So. Okay,
0: but how many people are going to Target for the gourmet food section? Don't you think they should have called it Target? When they were talking about the gourmet food section. That would have been fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people, like, the. I would have to assume that 90% of the people going to Target are going to get their regular staple things that they know are at Target. Like, maybe some pickle lover is going to see, ooh, gourmet grandma's pickles, which it's not even that. But you know what I mean? And they're, they're going to buy them. But it's not something that people are going to be like, I have to go to Target to get my pickles. Yeah,
2: I think, again, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and whatever yeah. that kind of yeah. chain of restaurants. Or not restaurants, whatever.
1: Yeah, and it is. I feel like I feel like there's nothing new in a creative food. It's not like they're selling pickles that are like stuffed with cream cheese down the middle.
2: It's I think they will Which be successful. Be gross. I think <laughs> they, they will. will. So you know, it's, it's in the end, I it's better that they don't have a partner.
1: Yes, I agree, and I'm it's sure their gonna- sales have gone up.
0: Since, since the show since Friday
1: yeah yeah I'm sure they have to. um okay then we move on to the two oh. doctors from Tucson roll a doc
2: you know I feel like Kevin because I I'm I you know my mom works in the medical business she complains about communication all the time so when they kind of intro it a little bit I was like okay this is gonna you know and, and you know doctors tend to be smart stereotype I know so I was excited and then, yeah. this rem- and then you guys continue. This, I
0: was. Go ahead. This reminded me of a high school presentation where I was completely unprepared. And I'd go in with a friend and we'd be like, it's totally fine because we're really good speakers and we're really good at bullshitting. So don't worry about it. It's okay. And I think that's kind of this attitude that they almost had. Oh, we're smart. We know what we're doing. Like, We'll be fine. And one guy was kind of silent the whole time. And as we all know, everything went south. I mean... I just feel like what
1: they came out and said <laughs> was not what they were trying like they had no idea what their product does like like maybe they just got cold feet, but I still have no idea
2: what the, the best way I could describe it is a LinkedIn for patients and doctors
1: right but but or they can they for- come in and say this is gonna. Get rid of the need for a pager for a doctor like to my knowledge and I'm not a doctor but to my knowledge a doctor gets beeped when there's an emergency and they have to go to like the emergency room or they have to go to here like how is a social network their favorite word going to get rid of like are you going to like Facebook your doctor like hey doc. Someone's cold blue. Like, it doesn't make sense to me (laughs) at all.
2: It really doesn't. And and again, if if you had my mom on here, she could tell you 8,000 things wrong with medical communication. But I think it's doctor to doctor to nurse, not patient to doctor. Right. I don't think that's the need. The need is within the hospitals.
1: Some hospitals, yeah, and some hospitals I think have it figured out because they are all interlinked. So if like you go to one doctor, all the charts are there, and and yeah, that's definitely a need. Yeah. Like I've <laughs> been e- to. But even
2: even just even just down to how medicine is dispersed and what the needs are. Right. again like again, but that's why you would do market research within all any like whether a doctor's office right. or an actual hospital to go over all this stuff. You don't need patient to doctor.
1: Yeah. And I mean, they were trying to be cute with their presentation and putting Mr. Wonderful up there and saying he had no heart. Car- cardi- yeah, <laughs> like no heart. And- like in the beginning, I was really, I was like kind of pumped. But once I saw the profile, I was lost. I was like, this- I
0: don't know. What does
1: this have to do with getting rid of a beeper? Because well, I was excited about the beeper thing.
0: They touched several times. on like... <laughs> silly little things like finding like the cute, handsome doctor that's next door at the local hospital. And I feel like they're trying to create almost like the celebrity doctor for themselves via Twitter. Like how many followers can you have or like how many, you know, reviews do you get? Almost like Twitter meets Yelp for doctors. For doctors.
1: Right, but in that I
0: feel like which uh, they didn't show at all, obviously. Right. They didn't
1: show that at all. And then at the end when Mark was asking like or actually I think Mr Wonderful X, how is how do I make money out of this? And Mark like interrupted and was like, well, you're not going to. Yeah. But the, the thing was, if that was the case, then it's like, at first they were saying it was going to be like a secured network between doctors. And then if it's, Client doctor, then it's not going to be secured. So the to get the marketing and the advertising on there didn't work, is what Mark said.
2: I think he just. I honestly, I think uh, whatever the doctor, you know, obviously they're brothers, but wh- whoever said it, like they just pulled it out of their ass, completely like, pulled it out of their ass. Advertising.
0: And one but was silent. You the know
1: entire what's crazy time. too to me? It's like I feel like there's got to be somewhat of a of a good screening process for this show. Like, how did they make it through that screening? Pro- like, I've w- there's bad presentations. Don't get me wrong, but most presentations you would at least know what the product is.
2: Here's the screening process. It made good TV.
0: Okay. Yeah, but they didn't know that in the beginning. I know someone who is going on Shark Tank this season. I think we should be seeing them. And. From what I've understood, the screening process is insane. And they have people helping with helping you throughout the entire, I guess, the entire time you're preparing. They help you develop your pitch. They help you answer every single question. So there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, and
1: I've heard that each one is actually almost like an hour, right. an hour and a half at, least, uh, at yeah. least, and then it gets edited down. So maybe it wasn't as terrible as... As we thought, no. As, it was I, I would like it was to think terrible. it was it was that bad. And then I mean, we've got we've got to give it to Mark when he's like, you know what? Since you guys are doctors, I'm going to look you in the eye. And he and I was like, what is he going to do? And he literally went up and shook their hands and was like, worst presentation ever. <sighs> Here's the problem. Ever,
2: you know, I don't know if this really matters, but it matters to me. What their status as doctors is, you know what I mean? Are they revered in this in in, in this industry? You know, do people kind of look up to them? Are they revolutionary in the things that they've done, or are they just like middle of the road doctors?
1: I think they're middle
2: of the road doctors, and I, I think that's unfortunately. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, if you're gonna do something like this and get people on board, you have to be like the best.
1: Yeah, brain like if surgeon, you're like a, a like amazingly known doctor, you have people because you're scared <laughs> of legal stuff. You have people figure out the answers to the questions that they didn't have.
0: Well, Mark asked them how many times. Like, how will they get other doctors involved? And they're like, well, we have a lot of connections in the industry. Yeah, but they only had 50 people trying out this product <laughs> who weren't, <laughs> weren't even doctors. doctors.
2: <laughs> yeah, it'd be like 25. And tw- it should be a split. 25 doctors, 25 right. patients or yeah. whatever.
1: Right. <laughs> it was just bad all around. Yeah, it was terrible. And then... <laughs>
2: what was I, like, the value? Okay, I don't so, know. Okay, Oh, so the evaluation. F- Go ahead. So f- 50,000 for 20%.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it that was, was what they were asking. Two hundred fifty thousand I mean, dollars. Revolutionary valuation. Yeah. But it,
2: <laughs> it just sucks because I'm with Kevin on this one. Medical ideas do last forever if they are correct. Yeah. And. You know, this wasn't the idea. They, you know,
1: you know, I bet you that someone is going to see this Shark Tank show, and they're going to be like, "This is what these guys were actually trying to do, and this actually makes sense, and something will come of that." I don't think it's going to be called Rolodoc, and I don't think those guys are going to have anything to do with it. But it does make sense to have some sort of easier access like i don't know if you've ever tried but if you try and look up a doctor and you have to like go to your healthcare provider's website and look it up and scroll it's a pain pain in the ass so it's like if they could make that process and 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 almost everybody the majority of the people hate going to the doctor too so if they could make that process a little bit cooler i think it could catch on fair enough well
2: protein is never protein is never wasted (laughs) when when a a death
1: death occurs. occurs I love it I love it I love him and it was really funny how Lori was like well at least I got one thing right you don't have a heart yeah that's funny so and then we move on to the two entrepreneurs from Dallas Texas I like them as soon as they walk out we've got Cole Eager and James McDonald the owners of Sweet Balls I like them the minute they walked out they looked well prepared they looked confident they were wearing their little sweet ball jackets. I
0: really and liked them. They were very like calm and collected. You know how some people are like so so eager and anxious as they go in. I feel like they, they were like just kind of standing back like this, answering questions as they came, and, and that's how you got to do it. They were
1: there to do business. They yeah. they they knew that they had a product product that's selling, which we find out, and they were just there to be like, hey, like it would really be helpful if we got. One of you guys on board, but I feel like if, if not, they'd be fine. So we get into it and they're asking $250,000 for 10% of their company. So they're giving it an evaluation of $2.5 million, which I feel like, again, in the beginning, people are like, hmm, okay. And they start asking some questions. And, and the way that they describe it is like the cake, the cake pop, but without the stick. Right. And I've never had a cake pop. Have you guys ever had a cake pop? Yeah, cake pops yeah. are great.
2: Really? I've had a cake pop.
1: I haven't either, but I did try and go today to a few Seven Elevens and find sweet balls, and I couldn't find them. Me
0: too, and I was so bummed out. And the guy showed me Ferrero Rochers. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh I know what Ferrero Rochers are. Yeah, Come on sweet balls, <laughs>
1: <laughs> sweet balls. <of> fire. <laughs> um, and again, we start. Lori starts asking some, you know. Realistic question or practical questions like what's the shelf life? And they say it has a 45 day shelf life, which I don't know if that's a lot or a little, but it sounds like a good shelf life for, for unrefrigerated. Yeah, yeah, that's really, pretty good. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, and then Kevin asks, you know, okay, how much is in your sales? And they say in the last 90 days they've had seven hundred thousand dollars worth of sales. And I feel like everyone is like, whoa, what are you talking about? <laughs> like I feel like everyone's like, oh, another little like sweet balls bakery product. And then they're like, wait, excuse me, yeah, and they're <laughs> wanted to see yeah, It's like all of a sudden, you're, everyone's like, what? Everyone looks up. Um, which is awesome. And even in that $700,000 they've had in the past three months of sales, they have a profit. So they're making money. They had a net of, I think, $95,000, mm-hmm. they said, which is a win-win. But then Kevin asks the question, where's, where's your distribution? And then they say the biggest retailer, which is 7-Eleven, And then we find out, though, that 95% of their distribution is to one retailer, which
0: is a little bit, I don't I feel like that's a little bit risky. It's risky, but if you're having that many sales in 90 days, they're obviously not going to drop you. So do you think it's risky because other retailers won't be interested? No, I think it's risky because all your balls are in one basket. (laughs) What I think is interesting is their price I was,
2: point. Mind. I was gonna, I was, never mind. I was gonna call it a sack. They're all in
0: one sack. There you go. There you go. We love you, Phil. <laughs> it's a four pack for one ninety nine. Yeah. So I feel like they almost have to stay in this convenience store arena right because we're also going to get like a four pack of baked goods for 199
1: yeah and that was the thing at the end when Mark was saying that like why he was trying to you know make them see that he would be a good pair saying that he'd put him in his theaters and his sports arenas like I don't ever see myself going to a, a sports arena or a movie theater and buying something for two bucks like it, it's 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 got to be more you money than
2: for for let's talk about a theater for, for a theater you wouldn't say like candy is you wouldn't put it in the candy category of this stuff
1: I could but it would usually cost six dollars for, yeah, it's it's for okay. candy at that so it's like people are gonna be so I feel why, like the sales could, would hurt there because people are gonna be going to Seven Eleven and buying it for two bucks putting it in their purse and then going into
0: the movie theater yeah but people buy Sour Patch. Okay, at but, the movie theater for like 7 bucks.
2: I feel, yeah. I feel like I mean yes, that, that's a true B. Marks theaters tend to be a little bit, you know, for for the higher crowd. It's like the Arclight or um the iPick theaters, right? Yeah. So you're going to pay a premium. I wonder for if these they do things. a pa-
1: a different packaging too, like maybe you get 6 sweet balls at the yeah. movies instead of 4 or something. Yeah. Well, I just feel like if if you have the same product like like when I had a, a t-shirt company, like if we had the same t-shirt and in one store you sold it for 80 bucks and in the next store you sold it for 50 bucks like who's going to go to that well, like the sales are going to drop at that one store because people are going to the word's going to get out that you can get it over here for 50
2: yeah but 7 and a movie theater are two different things totally. you're not talking about Urban Outfitters versus American Eagle
0: you <laughs> went to American like, Eagle. He, I feel like you were like, "Yes, I got those two brands out." Like those two stores. Yeah,
1: totally. <laughs> I, was I get what you're saying. I just think it would be in everyone's best interest to do different packaging or something a little bit different, so they can cost more at those other places.
2: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I think at a at a sports arena, it might be weird. Because you're there to have beer, hot dogs, and, I mean, I don't know what sports arenas you're going to have <laughs> cupcakes at. <laughs> well, but I would eat cupcakes at a sports... Okay. What's What sporting event? X Games.
0: You would eat them after your hot dog. Okay. Like, for dessert.
1: I don't I know. Don't beer know. and cupcakes is kind of weird. I, don't
0: I would... know. Yeah, I that seems kinda... <laughs> a little... I think you
1: should have
2: gone with the three sharks.
0: Okay. Oh, really? Really?
1: So this is something. So with these sweet balls, something happens that I don't know that I've ever seen before. And maybe you remember, Phil, but I don't know that I've ever seen all five sharks were interested. Not only were they interested, they paired up with others. So it was two teams that were kind of battling yeah. for the product.
2: I'm mm-hmm. I, I, Certainly not that.
1: No, I haven't seen that before, which was awesome. And it was first Barbara throws out a bid that's just $250,000 for 40%. And it was re, I felt like it was really genuine the way that James was like, is that her only offer? You know what I mean? Like, or thank you. No, he said, thank you for the offer. And he was like, I'm not saying no, I'm just saying thank you. Cause it was like the first one. So you can tell that they are two genuine dudes that are just trying to like make a buck, you know, run a business. But it really is interesting how she then takes back her bid and she's like, okay, clearly I've been outbidded. And you hear Mark when I feel like it's when Robert was talking, you hear Mark say to Barbara, I like these guys, but I don't know the cake and candy business like you do and you hear them talking about it and then Barbara is that to,
0: exactly what he said that's what he said Was when that he whispered. Li- did you lip read that or did you hear that
1: no they they, they did it so you, I had to rewind like twice but they, <laughs> they did it so that you could hear that right. Which and then you, you don't hear the rest because you know apparently when Barbara's talking she's again offers 30% and Mark's like that's not what we agreed upon which is funny because then the others try and play on that they're bickering already that it's not going to be a good business deal for them um, but they do get down to the 25% Two hundred fifty thousand at twenty five percent, and then the other three sharks team up and want to give two hundred fifty thousand dollars for thirty percent. And you, Phil, you you said you he should have went with the three sharks. Okay, who did
2: wicked wicked good cupcakes?
0: Kevin, Mr. Warner. Okay, then which Laurie. team is Kevin
2: on? Team B. Okay, and you get Laurie, right? Miss Queen of QVC, and then you then you also get Robert, one of the nicest guys ever. <laughs> I yeah. think you have it, you know. Because here's the thing. Uh, Kevin's going to do what he did with Wicked Good Cupcakes. Lori's, Lori's going to get it on QVC. And then Robert will actually do a lot of the grunt work that is needed to help build this up.
0: Yeah, but to be honest with you, as soon as they walked in, they were all about Mark. They're yeah. from Dallas. I swear, when Robert was talking and they saw Mark leaning over to Barbara, you just see their eyes like in the camera going like yeah. that. They were interested in what he had to say. And I think for them, too, just the lower... Percentage was more attractive because I think they just kind of need to raise the money right now.
2: I understand that, but that's 10% per partner.
0: Right, no, it's, it's 5%. Uh, right, I get why they were asking for 30%, but I understand why they weren't interested. I agree with you because he did say James said that he used to work.
1: For, sports, for sports. And then Mark was like, trying to be snarky, like, you didn't do it for the best team. He's like, the Dallas Mavericks are the best team. Like, they, I feel like everyone has to go in being like, I want my more. dream would be <laughs> like, yeah, I want someone. Maybe not always Mark, but I feel like Mark is to more of the household name than the others. Definitely. For some reason, so.
2: I uh, like movie theaters. I don't like sports arenas. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I think it was a mistake.
0: But I feel like Mark is also so well-connected. He could obviously get him into other retailers. The Robert I was also pay-
1: saying Costco. Perfect for yeah, Costco. Costco. Sell freaking sheets of sm- sweet bowls. And that here's what I
2: would do. I would merge the great. businesses to an agree. Wicked good cupcakes along with this. That's the same
1: kind of category. Well, I don't know if I'd want be involved it. in yeah. that. Right. But I kind of, you know, as much as I love Mark, too, because he's kind of my favorite, I kind of tend to agree with you, Phil. That the three might have been better than the two in this case. Either way you slice it, they've got a great business. They've got a great deal. Um, as far as... Okay, so that pretty much wraps up the show for this week. We see... Do we have some predictions? Well, I have a, I have a pitch. Have some, oh, oh, right. For the viewers! Right. For the viewers! <laughs> Bill has viewers. our pitch here. All right.
2: For five ninety nine. right? $5.99 U.S. dollars. Just you know for all the international fans you can go on itunes and download adventures of Serial buddies that's a hundred percent of a movie to you at zero at, uh you own no equity
1: <laughs> can i make my money back after no. i watch here's here's what you get
2: you get a comedy amazing comedy very highly reviewed you get christopher lloyd christopher mcdonald Artie lang beth bears uh maria menounos uh did i say Artie lang? i get
1: them so they come to my house and say hello yeah,
2: you through your TV screen, there, right? <laughs> or you could go, uh, you could go down if you want a physical copy. There's uh, lots of places you can buy the actual physical DVD now that it's out since September 17th. So amazing. Sweet. So you get a whole movie.
0: Sold.
2: There you go. And no, I After want it. Buzz. You
0: can't have it. No, I'll pay $10 for it. I'll pay 15 <laughs>
2: Proceeds go to AfterBuzz
1: TV. Sweet.
2: And Keep that keeps us on. going. Keeps the lights on. That's right. We just got the AC turned off. And you know what? We need the AC back <laughs> yes, on. Yes, please. So for $5.99 at 100% <laughs> movie, we get AC. And you get a movie. I mean, this, this is... You, You guys are raping me for this. Oh, my God. You fans are raping
0: me. I know. I just Phil, that up. was fantastic. I know.
1: <laughs> I just that did not I don't
0: know that this is what I signed up for in talking about business and Shark Tank.
2: I know. I'm channeling South Park because um, they reference stuff yeah, like that. I
1: don't believe we have the, – there's not too much – does anybody have any news? It's the first episode. Not so much news going on. It's back. Here's the, it's here's great.
2: The, here's the, you know, check out some of the interviews by – a lot of the sharks have been kind of doing interviews about the show and things like yeah. that. You know, I don't know how current it is. But, you know, it's always interesting. You just YouTube it and it's fun to see.
0: Were yeah. they nominated for an Emmy?
1: They were nominated at the Critics' Choice Awards because Uh I was there, and I actually got to interview Lori, um, which was really interesting and fun, and she's really smart, and she was pitching her entrepreneur site for advice on entrepreneurs, which I don't remember. (laughs) Um, But I think they were up for an Emmy, too. I feel like Shark Tank has been the number one watched show on a Friday night, even when it's a rerun. Like, I'm pretty
0: sure I've read that. So...
2: People love it.
0: People yeah, love it. It's great. It's great. And I feel like it's kind of like that hidden show. People don't really talk about it. And then once you mention it, everyone in the room gets excited. Right. And then so we can move on to a little bit of predictions. What's going to happen this season on
1: Shark Tank? And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Uh, what do you think, Phil?
2: <sighs> next week. Uh, next week's going to be fun. There's, uh, there's apparently like $4 million bid to buy a yeah. company. That's going to be fun. And you know what? The, this must be a great idea.
1: I really like when we see that. When people come up and they can tell that it's a really good idea, but the person that presents the idea has no idea what they're doing. So they're like, you know what? Just take the check.
2: Yeah. My my favorite is like. Uh, I feel
1: like Lori does that a lot. Yeah. Just take the check and I'll run it myself.
2: My favorite is the whole like, uh, you know, I'll buy out the company and you get no phone call ever to me. And then it's like, you know, OK, how about the same offer? But you get one phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it gets really fun in a. Like, hey, you're kind of a dick way But I can understand why it's happening Because there's so many people that go in there and that have great ideas I'm like, what? Yeah Why? You You are terrible at this Yeah Your idea is great, but you're terrible Yeah And you're going to run it to the ground
1: Like the guitar guy!
2: Remember the bendy the guitar? The bendy guitar, yeah That right. stayed in tune? Okay,
1: so Yeah, it totally But there was the other guitar guy The finger learning guitar that actually worked There was two guitar guys Yeah, well, I, there was an asshole one Do you guys remember
0: Seth MacFarlane on it? Yeah Okay We'll have to get to that next week. Okay. (laughs) So, okay, well,
1: thanks, guys, for watching. Please give us your comments. Watch us on YouTube. Download us on iTunes. Any questions you have for us to answer, we'll be happy to. Join us again next week. I'm Steph Z. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z.
2: And uh, you can follow us here at After Buzz TV, And let us know if you have any questions about deal making. I mean, Steph knows the fashion business, so she can help you there. I can help you. Uh, God knows what. I don't know what I can help you with.
0: Hey, you guys. I'm Christina Zias. Follow me at Ms. Zias on Twitter and Instagram. And please, if you're in Southern California, let me know where you can find Sweet Balls. Thank you.
2: <laughs> the, the, the
0: food. Balls. Not. <laughs> I just said Sweet Balls.